Welcome back to a Witch's Witch Hunt. I'm your host, Haley Punt. Hi guys, it's nice to be back this week and the weather is absolutely gorgeous today and it's been gorgeous this past week. We've been having perfect temperatures. It's definitely springtime. Everything's getting into full bloom. We've been getting a lot of nice rain that seems to just kind of cool off at the end of the day, which is always nice. And with everything in full swing, we know what that means. dun da 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 Beltane's here. So in this episode, we're going to celebrate. We're going to talk about festivities. So be sure to do some of these come May 1st. Earth Day just passed on the 22nd. Hope y'all got to go outside and give Mother Earth some extra love on her very special day. Real fast though, before we get into our episode, I wanted to congratulate a special someone. Congratulations, Brittany Leah, the winner of the Welcome Giveaway. Hope you enjoy Brittany and thank you again for participating, sharing, and following our Facebook page. If you missed out on this giveaway, we'll be doing tons, tons more. So be sure to follow us on the Facebook page at A Witch's Witch Hunt so you can be kept up to date. Now into the festivities. Beltane, oh Beltane, such an energetic time of the year. And it's from April the 30th to May the 1st. And it usually lasts from sunset to sunset. It represents the peak of spring and the beginning of summer. So on Beltane, the Earth's energies are thought to be at their strongest and most active. And if you think about it, it kind of does make sense because there's so much life during springtime. Everything is out from hibernation. Now everything's starting to have their own offspring, all the trees and flowers and greenery. They're all in full blossom. It's also said that fertility is among us. Supposedly on May Eve, which is um, April the 30th, sexuality of life and earth is at its peak and fertility is abundant on all levels. So there is a story behind the spiritual holiday and I thought it'd be kind of fun for us to all learn. So at this point, The maiden goddess has reached her fullness. She is the manifestation of growth and renewal. So right now, she is matured and she is in her homeland. She's walking through the forest, spreading love and light and growing everything. Her name is Flora and she is the goddess of spring. She goes by other names, which is the May Queen or the May Bride. So you have the young king, known as the Green Man, he falls in love with her, and he proceeds to win her hand. He then succeeds, and the union is consummated, and the May Queen becomes pregnant. The queen and king are the symbolized of the sacred marriage, the union of the earth and the sky. Sounds pretty familiar, huh? This marriage has been reenacted by us humans for centuries, so we are always looking to find the love that literally makes the world go round. I thought it was pretty cool that their love literally lets the planet function and because of this, we humans try to find the same thing in our spouse, obviously. So now that you know the story behind Beltane, we can talk about how to celebrate it. So a big part of this um, celebration is that it is a wedding and a grand wedding it is. Remember that you want to dress your best, dress in green if you can. Flowers are also another nice touch. If you're feeling crafty, you can even make your own flower crown. The point is you're supposed to stay out all night gathering the green, watching the sunrise, make love, and then wash your face in the morning dew. So maybe if you're wanting to spice things up with your partner, you could try some of these things. Um, There are other things you can do, though, if the friskiness is not cutting it for you. You can dress yourself or your home in greenery. You can dress a tree and dance around it. A familiar name of this is the maypole. 
and they usually hang ribbons on the branches. If you're not sure what the maypole is, it's a pretty popular image for May Day in Beltane. It's often a pole made of a birch tree. It is inserted into the earth and this usually represents the god and the ring of greenery and flowers at the top of the maypole represents the fertile goddess. You usually have colored ribbon and you do a weave dancing that symbolizes the spiral of life and the union of the god and goddess. And the union is of the earth and the sky. So the colors of Beltane are green, red, and white. A lot of times you'll see at festivals they'll have this big huge pole like they've talked about with a ring at the top and a bunch of ribbons hanging down and then you have people holding these ribbons at the bottom and they do a weave dance and they wrap all of the ribbon together. It's actually really cool to watch. It's really pretty. I will insert a picture also down below if you're not quite sure what I'm talking about. You should look it up. You should maybe watch a video on it. It's pretty neat. I don't know any that they do around here, like locally in North Carolina, but maybe some of you other people that live somewhere else uh, know of a festival or a time that they do this. If so, you should definitely recommend some. So again, the colors are, let's see, green, red, and white. So green represents growth, red represents the strength, vitality, and passion, white represents cleansing and the power of removing negative energy. I think for this, I think we're going to celebrate as a family. I think I'm going to pack us up a picnic and we're just going to enjoy our time outside. Maybe tend to our gardens, play outside with the little one because she loves playing outside. Maybe me and Sparrow will wear a flowy dress. Maybe I can find us some pretty dresses to put on because I don't know about y'all, but putting on a nice flowy dress always makes me feel more like a goddess on the inside. So maybe we'll do that. We'll participate a little bit and just spend some time outside for celebrations. Another good thing is Beltane lands on a Friday this year, so you can actually take your time and not feel too rushed about having to go to work the next day, which is kind of nice. So be sure to go outside, maybe dress nice that day. I know a lot of people are looking for a reason to put on some clothes or maybe a little bit of makeup, and here it is. Here is your reason. And if none of that sounds good, we can always keep doing what we've been doing this whole quarantine, and that's eat. Maybe fix a nice dinner this Friday in celebration. But whatever you do, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you just enjoy the time that you get to spend with your loved ones. So on to the next phase of this episode, and that's the beloved moon. A lot of people love the moon and feel a calling to her. It's not just us witches. The moon is a powerful source, though. It actually affects the tides. And speaking that humans' bodies are made up of 60% of water and the brain and heart are actually made up of 73%. Wow, crazy. There's no freaking wonder that the moon has such an effect on us. Cool fact also, the moon affects women's cycles. Believe it or not, it is true. The moon is amazing and it's very cool to watch her go through her phases and watch her grow and shrink with each passing day. A lot of people just think that she's just a glowing light, but there's actually a lot more to her um, than just the bright light that peeks on you through your window when you lay down to sleep. She is actually the maiden, the mother, and the crone, and she's also known as the triple goddess. So the moon and the triple goddess, um, she has a very well-known symbol that represents her. It's in a lot of jewelries. A lot of people have it as tattoos. It's in a lot of decor. You've probably seen it, and you might not even realize that it was just more than a symbol. Her symbol is the full round moon in the center with a crescent moon on each side. And again, I will add a picture to the show notes below just in case you don't know what I'm referencing to. She represents phases of life. So as you watch her change in the sky, you're watching similar changes that we go through here on Earth. The first crescent is called the Maiden. She represents us when we are young, before our children, and full of nothing but dreams and energy. 
we know nothing yet but we are ready for everything we are at a pure state the next phase is the mother and this is now the full moon of the symbol we are now a little older a little wiser but now our time is focused on bringing new life into the world we are at our peak we are loving caring gentle and we have grace the last phase is the crone and she is the last crescent she is known to be old almost hag like she is nothing but wisdom she has lived and seen and now she is the wise one she can't bear children anymore and she can't hold all the energy she once could she's fragile but she holds the most important face of them all she is the outcome of your life of which you can be proud of i really like talking about the moon but i love the fact that you can learn all the meaning behind all these symbols it's really cool it's so interesting and puts such a different perspective on things and honestly whether you believe in this stuff or not it's really cool just to learn new things in general so the maiden actually goes with the waxing uh, phase of the moon and that just means when the moon is growing and you're seeing more of it the mother is when it is full and bright it's at the peak and the crone is with the waning phase and that's when the moon grows smaller and it's getting darker the next time you look into the sky notice what phase that it's going throughout the time and maybe relate it to yourself how have you grown as a person have you gained wisdom yet and become a better you are you still free and figuring things out because you still have time maybe you're in a transition phase where you're not quite one or the other yet that's okay too as long as you acknowledge yourself and all the growth that you're making that's all that matters so let's talk about spells and the moon this isn't really a topic that we've touched on too much here and still today we're not going to touch on it too too much um, but I do want to talk about how spells can correlate to the moon so you use the moon to harness the energy that it holds again the moon is just a tool just like everything else that I've talked about in um, previous episodes so let's say we are wanting a new beginning you want to set goals and intentions the new moon is the time for that again this is just when the moon is not able to be seen or it's all black so there's no moon in the sky that's when you would do this it's also a great phase to work on yourself or shadow work if you will it's the insecurities that you hide and the things that you don't want people to know but they eat away at you now is a good time to work on them so you want to work on yourself you want to start new beginnings that's what you should be working on during the new moon phase it's also a great time to let go start over banish all the negative and start new also did you know that you have one of the biggest cauldrons in your bathroom it's your bathtub so let's do some bath magic water and salt are cleansing materials so run a bath with salt or if you have it you can use sea salt or if you're feeling extra witchy try salt and herbal blend they are amazing um, you can also be sure to set the mood with candles Maybe even bring your favorite crystals to set around you while you soak while you soak imagine the past and pain literally washing off your body as you become pure state of energy again and then visualize it going down the drain when you eventually get out so you can make spells super intricate but they can also be really really simple again your intentions is everything and that's the beauty of spell works you can literally make it however you want you don't have a lot of time today you don't have to spend a lot of time on it do something quick and easy Put your heart into it though and you got it there might be other days where you want to sit there and invest an hour or two in it and that's okay too again intentions so as the moon grows and becomes brighter through its waxing phase now is the best time to do the same with your magic so now's the time to focus your magic on your career self-esteem or love life maybe now is the time to grow the things you already have 
a spell work for the waxing moon, which is what we're talking about now. You can use this spell for anything. You can always just substitute. I'm going to talk about career stuff, so you can substitute the career-based stuff with whatever you're trying to grow. So again, we're going to pretend that you want to grow your career. Let's say it's a raise or a change of title, or maybe you're just wanting to do a whole career shift in fields. Now, we've also talked about journaling before. And even for you more analytical people, studies have shown that journaling and writing things can help us emotionally process, therefore motivate us to go after what we want. So let's say you want to bring in more money, right? You can get a green candle or you can always substitute for a white. And then you just carve your name and other keywords you want like money or abundance into your candle and read your letter and meditate on it. So you're going to write down all of your stuff that you're wanting to change and, and grow. You know, carve your stuff into your candle and then you're going to read it and meditate on it. Visualize getting exactly what you want because you probably deserved it, right? Then light your candle and let it burn. When the candle has burned out, your spell and intentions have fully transmitted into the universe. Pretty simple. Again, there's a billion different spells you can look on. I just chose one that I found that seemed pretty easy that most people would probably have in their homes, you know, material-wise. So I just tried to go with something most people could do or relate to. But there's a dime a dozen out there, so you can always look for yourself. Now, onto the phase that most people think about during spell work. That is the famous full moon. The full moon is when it's completely visible and her power is no freaking joke. Everything is extra intense on these nights. This is a great night to charge up your crystals or make moon water. Like I've said before, I actually just made my first batch of moon water on the super moon that we had. I uh, believe it was, was it this? Yeah, it was this month that I made on this month. Now, during the full moon, it is thought to heighten your psychic abilities, so you can always work on that. It's also a great time to work on any magic that you wish. It's also known to be good for meditation and clarity. So overall, the full moon is just great for any and everything that you wish to work on. So for a full moon spell, you can celebrate however you see fit, but since the full moon is great for meditation, let's try and practice some meditation. So you can listen to music and you can do it your own way or you can maybe do a guided meditation. This can make it easier for really focusing and getting deep down into your meditation session. If you're not used to it, if it's not something that you practice all the time, it can be kind of hard to focus. So you can always do a guided meditation. You can choose whatever topic you'd like um, to better. You can spend the next 10, 30, 50 minutes really visualizing your life with the things you want to better. Now we're going on to the waning phase. So now everything's starting to get a little darker with each passing day and we're going to be shifting back into the new moon phase. At this phase, it's great for banishing or cutting cords with people you just cannot seem to let go, even though you know you might need to. However, if I might add, you don't always have to banish a person from your life entirely. Some of the best banishing magic um, that I found is to rid your feelings that, you're hold that are holding on to this person Sometimes empowering yourself works a lot better than trying to change the will of others, and that is so, so true. You can also try to um, banish your insecurities or, or negativity in your life. A spell for the waning moon, you can write a list of fears, insecurities, or whatever you're holding on to that is just bad for you. You can simply rid them by burning a piece of paper with your insecurities or fears or whatever it may be on that paper and meditate on letting it all go. Okay, so now we're going to go on to um, my moon water and how it's been affecting me that I told you I'd talk about this segment. 
So I've been drinking my moon water almost every morning. I can't say every morning, almost every morning. And it has been wonderful. I've been drinking it with just plain water. I've also been adding a little bit of lemon into my water, which has been phenomenal. And I've also even made a tea or two with it. And it really, really has gave me a more energetic feel in the morning. It really has boosted my my focus. It's been making me more alert. And I've also even heard that adding a little bit of lemon to your water can actually boost your metabolism. So if anyone is looking for you know, that type of stuff, it can be a win-win. So I would definitely recommend that you try it the next time a full moon comes around. We are currently in the waxing phase, so that means we will be coming up on a full moon here shortly. So maybe have plans to do moon water come this next full moon that we'll have. That felt like a lot of information that I just spat out at y'all in a short amount of time. I hope y'all got through all that. I hope it wasn't too jumbled. I'm actually going to keep this episode short because next week we have a quite a bit longer episode coming. It's going to be fun. We're going to be bringing my husband on to play a game and it's going to be called Hallow or Holy. And that's just where I'm going to share religious practices of different religions along with the practice of witchy religions. And my husband's going to get on here and he's going to try and guess which one he thinks it is, whether he thinks it is Uh, witchy or he thinks it's from a more religious practice it's going to be really fun I'm sure it's going to be hilarious so we're going to be doing that and we're also going to be doing a spooky story session we're going to talk about my house we're going to be talking about all the crazy shit that's been happening in it we've lived here for almost three years and all this crazy mess has literally blown my mind but no in all seriousness I've been considering reaching out to someone who could kind of clear and cleanse the energy from my house, maybe kind of see what's going on. So far, I've just been doing everything myself and it's just not cutting it. I'm either going to have to get harsher about this or I'm really going to have to reach out to someone. But next week, I definitely wanted y'all to be a part of my haunted life and get an inside look. So that's going to be it for this episode. As always, if you have questions, you can reach me through Facebook at a witch's witch hunt or through my email, which is haley.punt at gmail.com. I love talking and meeting all the new people who have reached out to me, so please continue to do so. We are on so many platforms now, it's ridiculous. Some big ones that you can find us on is Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and now you can even find us on the iTunes Store and many, many, many other platforms. So, We're growing every week, so keep sharing, keep following us, and be sure to go like and follow the Facebook page because you never know who else might need to hear these messages. Let's keep sharing the love, and until next Tuesday, happy hunting.